The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio with your host, Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear, and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio. This is our very first show, and I'm so glad that you have uh, connected in to listen today. Um, just note that if uh, you weren't able to connect at this time, that it, and, or if you want to listen to it again, it'll be available on the podcast 24 hours from now. I'd like to start by saying thank you to all the listeners and to Sandra Rogers, who is the executive producer of the show and the team at Voice America. Also, a special mention out to Jeff Smith, who wrote the music uh, for my radio show, and he can be found at jeffsmithmusic.com. All right, so I'd like to start out just mentioning what you can expect today. So because some of you don't know me yet, I'd like to talk a little bit about my story and who I am and what makes me an expert at spirit communication. Uh, After that, uh, we'll talk about how you can get started communicating with your spirit team. Then we'll talk about meditation and what the most important quality to have success is. Uh, And what is spirit communication? And, of course, always, School of Miracles is about keeping it simple. Um, Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about myself. Um, I just wrote my memoir that came out in the fall called The Power of Love. And in that memoir, I talk about my story and how I came to communicate with spirit. Now, I was not born knowing how to do this. I did not see spirit before uh, losing my daughter. This is how it all started for me. Now it's been just over 11 years since uh, my daughter Elizabeth died in a car accident. And during that time, I have been able to reconnect with her, to see her, feel her, receive messages from her, And I never knew any of that was possible. When I first started communicating with her, I wanted to tell everybody. I just couldn't believe that this was possible. Um, I wanted to share this with everybody, tell everybody. I was so excited that nobody dies. Everybody still lives. 
Just because you shed your physical body does not mean you don't exist anymore. You are energy, and it is a scientific proof that energy cannot be destroyed. So, this all happened one night, 2004, where my twin daughters went out for the evening, and they got into a car accident. One of my daughters passed away, that was Elizabeth, and one of my, then my other daughter, Cassandra, she survived the accident, and she has her own story to tell. She, too, communicates with her twin sister. All of you who are listening who have lost children, I don't need to explain to you what it is to go through that process. Um, it is an unspoken knowing between us. Yes, we are a part of a club that we don't want to belong to. But can I tell you that the passing of your child is one of the greatest gifts you will ever receive? This is very difficult for people to hear, especially when the loss is very fresh. But I will tell you that the universe is set up to give you what you need to grow, to experience, to understand. I am a pediatric nurse, that is my background, and I learned about death and dying at school, nursing school, and I read about the grief process. I had patients who passed away. I had parents who lost children. I had no idea what grief was about. When my daughter died, that was the the first funeral I ever went to. I never really had somebody close to me died before. Now that I've gone through that grief process, I understand it because I lived it. And this is true with any other experience. You have to live it to truly know. So I can tell you that I truly know what it's like to have a huge loss. Losing children, and you can talk to other bereaved parents, they will tell you it is like no other loss. Uh, your parents will die eventually, and this is something that you expect, that you know is coming up. And this is true for your grandparents as well. And even the friends your own age, you know that eventually you're going to get to that point where you're going to start losing your friends. Never in my wildest dreams and thoughts did I ever think about losing my children. It just never entered my thought process. And so when my daughters were in the car accident and Elizabeth passed away, it was a huge shock to me who knew her, but especially to my husband and I, uh, just, just couldn't believe that something like this could happen to us. Uh, my twin girls and I were extremely close um, people used to joke about it, uh, how they, you know, would see the girls and I'm not too far behind. We did everything together. We talked together. We are each other's best friends. And uh, we still are because my daughter is still here. She's still with me. And so when you've had a bond that close, it's not too easy to say goodbye um, you, 
you don't want to say goodbye. You can't understand why you can't talk to them, and you want to sustain that connection. I thought that connection was gone forever. Even though I believed that there was some kind of spirit world before, that's all I knew. I didn't know anything different. And so I just was propelled into, I call it the dark hole. And I was one of those people who grieve in the way that I couldn't do anything. I slept most of the day. I could only look after my other daughter. That's the only thing I could do. And once that was done, I'm back to my bed again. My husband, on the other hand, grieved differently. He had to be busy, busy all the time. And thank God he did grieve that way because we live on a farm with horses and dogs and somebody had to feed them. Somebody had to go down to the barn. I did not walk down to the barn for six months. I just couldn't put one foot in front of the other. Because grieving takes all your energy, especially when you lose a child. It just, it takes everything away from you. And the difference between losing a child and somebody, you know, like a parent, for for instance, is that you, your child is a part of you. You are attached to that child. All your hopes and dreams and why you live, why you do what you do is because of them. Maybe you want to be a good role model. I certainly did. A lot of the things that I did was to show my daughters that you could you know, as a woman, you could do things. You know, I had a family, yet I went back to nursing school. Um, you know, I have a good marriage. Uh, to show them that, what what is a wife? What is a mother? What is a woman? Um, and when you lose your, your child, that goes with it. And people will say, well, you have another child. But in that moment, in those those months and sometimes years, um, it, it doesn't seem to be enough. You know, you just want your old life back. You just want your daughter back. Now, um, the things that change uh, for me, and I can only speak for me, everybody grieves differently. But for me, um, I didn't really see a reason to do a heck of a lot. Um, I didn't really care whether I lived or died. I did still care about my surviving child, and I cared about my husband But when you're in that much pain, you just want the pain to stop. That wasn't enough in those early weeks and months. Uh, I just did what I had to do. And a lot of what I did was because of Elizabeth to honor her passing. So, for instance, she loves music. She loved to play the piano. She loves to sing. So we, you know, all the people that came to the viewing, all the children that came that she knew from dancing for 10 years, they donated money so we could buy a piano for her high school, for Robert F. Hall in Caledon, Ontario. Uh, we gave them the piano in her honor so that her love of music could live on. And these are some of the ways that grieving parents um, survive is to try to find purpose in the loss. Uh, So we did that. But something started to happen. I started to see bright white lights. And at first, I couldn't understand what it was. Um, Nobody else could see these lights. I said, but I see these flashes of white light. What is that? 
So I started to take pictures with my camera, with my digital camera, and I could see this orb of white light showing up in the camera every time I saw a a flash of light. So that really consumed a lot of what I did, running around the house, taking pictures of flashing lights and saying, look, it is something. What is that? And I went online researching uh, orbs and to try and find out what, what they were. And what I found out is they're spirit people. That's what those orbs are. If you look at some of your photos, especially family photos or photos of celebrations, when a lot of spirit people want to come and celebrate with you and what you're doing, maybe a birthday party or an anniversary, something like that, you may see orbs in the picture. And now you may look at them a little bit differently. So what relative, what friend, what loved one has uh, crossed to the other side, that could be them in the picture. So this really propelled me down this road to try to figure this out. So both my husband and I did this together. We wanted to find out where Elizabeth was and how we could communicate with her. So we were, uh, a lot of our friends said that there was this lady who knew how to communicate with uh, the spirit world. And she also lost a daughter in a car accident. So we went to see her. And I had no doubt that Elizabeth would come through. Um, I Our love is so strong. I just knew that she would come through in the reading, and she did. And the three of us went, her sister, Cassandra, Tony, and I, to the reading. And at one point, the medium was bringing through Elizabeth's words and talking about what Cassandra had been doing that lunchtime and how they were talking about something that was a favorite of theirs. And in that moment, I saw Cassandra laughing as she was talking to her sister through this medium, and I thought, what miracle is this? When we left the reading, the lady said that we could learn how to do this too, and all she said was, start to meditate. I had no idea what meditation was. Uh, So we came home, we researched, we ordered some guided meditation tapes, you know, that's how long ago. 11 years ago, and we started sitting and listening to these guided meditation tapes. Um, And this is how uh, you open up your spiritual centers. This is how you start to see the invisible world of spirit. Because you need to be still, you need to be quiet. And what happens when you are still and quiet? You start to withdraw from the physical world. You start to sense less of your body. Maybe you forget for a moment that you're sitting in a chair or lying on a bed. You don't have to be in any special position. You don't have to have your hands in a special way. You don't need to have your legs crossed. You need to be comfortable. And so we started listening to these meditation tapes. And I will tell you that what they asked us to do on the tape, we could not do. Um, it, was, it was just beyond capability. We didn't know what seeing spiritually was. We didn't know what a picture was. We didn't know anything. And so we just sat every day in in meditation. Um, 
yeah, there were times that we were frustrated. Um, but um, we just knew that we had to do this. Um, you see, there are a lot of people who don't communicate with spirit, don't communicate with their spirit team of angels and loved ones and spirit guides and spirit animals. All these people are in your energetic field. All these people, all these spirit people are connected to you. Um, And a lot of people don't realize that they can communicate with this spirit team. Um, This spirit team, I will tell you, is already communicating with you whether or not you meditate. Um, Not all thoughts are yours. Uh, Some thoughts um, are yours, and some are from your spirit team, uh, gently guiding you, maybe giving you some ideas. You know, when people say, oh, I had this idea out of the blue. Well, I kind of laugh because probably from your spirit team. And uh, so, yeah, not all thoughts are yours. This was so brand new to me. I was like, what? I just thought that all the thoughts going on in my head were me. So what I tell people when they first start out, and I've been teaching now for over eight years in my School of Miracles studio. There actually is a place, uh, School of Miracles, in Caledon, Ontario. Um, And now I've brought it to the radio because I have so much to share, so much I want to tell people that this is possible because, again, I didn't know how to do this before. And you can start today learning how to communicate with your spirit team. Now, if you haven't lost a loved one, why would you want to do this? Well, I can tell you there is so much love available there. There is so much guidance, um, knowledge, support, encouragement. They love you so much. I cried every day in meditation for the first two years. I just couldn't believe that that love was available to me, that somebody loved me that much. The closest I've come to that kind of love is, you know, with my girls and my husband, that kind of unconditional love. And what you feel in meditation And believe me, you feel emotions when you're meditating. It is not about blocking everything out. Um, You will feel the love coming in from the other side. And you will start to remember. See, this is not a skill that, um, that I'm teaching you that you don't know. You do know. Because when you're in the spirit world, uh, this is how you communicate. You don't have a physical body, yet you communicate with the other spirit people there and with your spirit team. And this happens through seeing through your spiritual sight, maybe seeing colors. Colors are a language of spirit. Uh, Telepathy, mind to mind. This is kind of how we do it with spirit, mind to mind. Um, And so all we're doing is remembering how to do this. And hopefully um, you will learn Uh, the steps that you um, can take to increase your awareness of your spirit team and of your loved ones around you. Now, I will tell you that lots of people, including uh, mediums who have been doing this since birth, 
will try to teach people how to communicate with spirit. And for me, I found there was a bit of a gap there often because they've just always really known how to do it. And it's difficult to go back and remember what it's like to be a beginner. Um, I still remember those days where I would sit in meditation and say, am I meditating? Am I doing this right? I didn't have anybody to teach me. Um, My daughter taught me. My spirit team taught me. And also by communicating with my husband because he was learning at the same time. So we kind of, you know, taught each other. We would share our experiences, our frustrations. Um, and so part of, um, part of what I really want to do with this, these teachings is to keep it simple and to keep it from the perspective of, you know, just a regular person. You know, when you see um, mediums on TV, and I think it's wonderful that mediums are becoming more and more obvious to uh, the public, that there are people who do communicate with the, you know, air quotes dead, because nobody's really dead. Um, it starts to get, get the concept of mediumship out there. But um, there's also so much more with communicating with your spirit team. You will access knowledge, which is available to everyone. You'll be able to ask your spirit team questions, as in, uh, what is my life purpose? Why am I here? What am I to do? What is my next step? And they will be able to offer you um, that information. Now, um, This kind of information that comes through, comes through in many different ways. So for instance, if you haven't developed the ability to communicate, um, you know, uh, the way psychics and mediums do yet, as I said before, your spirit team is still communicating with you. And oftentimes they send you signs and messages. Uh, Sometimes the words come through other people. Sometimes you'll just be having a conversation with a friend and they will say something to you and you'd be like, wow, that sounds so much like what my loved one would say. Um, So they're just not aware that spirit is communicating with them. So don't feel uh, any less because you have not done this work. Um, I had someone, you know, and people say this, you know, uh, I can't do this. There's no way I can do this. Well, I can, t- I can tell you that it is a skill, a skill that you are relearning how to do. And just like if you wanted to be a good piano player, you have to take lessons and practice. So, yes, it takes a lot of practice. Um, you have to really want to do it, really want to do it. And definitely uh, my path propelled me on this to really want to do it because I missed Elizabeth so much. I just had to know if she was okay, and I had to uh, learn how to communicate with with her. There was no other choice for me. There was absolutely no other choice. Now, some people will go down this path, will learn how to communicate with their loved ones and spirit team because it makes sense to them. Maybe they're at a crossroads. Maybe they've been recently divorced. 
Um, maybe they've, uh, you know, have uh, poor health and they're looking for answers. I will tell you that when Elizabeth died, I knew that there was nobody on this earth that could give me what I wanted because what I wanted was my daughter back. Nobody could do that here. I had to look beyond the earth, beyond this physical reality to find her again. Um, and this is what drew me uh, to the spirit world. In those uh, early months, um, I didn't want to live. I came to that moment where, <sighs> yeah, it's difficult to go back there. Um, one of the reasons why I wrote my memoir, The Power of Love, was so that I wouldn't have to uh, talk about uh, the accident, talk about those early months again that perhaps you could just read it in the book. But uh, I wanted to give you a little bit of background about that. Um, when This loss feels like you walk around with a knife in your heart all the time. Your body is in the, the, the fight or flight mode. You have heart palpitations. You just want to run away from your life. Uh, every morning I woke up crying because... You know, when you have a nightmare and you wake up and you're like, oh, thank God it was just a nightmare. Well, I woke up and said, my nightmare is my life. And uh, I did not want it to be my life. So months went by and, uh, you know, I just didn't want to live anymore. I knew I had to because I had a daughter here and my husband, but I just didn't really have the will for it. So realizing that the physical world, that the the earth could not give me my daughter back. I asked the dark one night. I said, I know there's somebody there. I don't know who. I said, but I need help. I can't do this alone. Asking for help really is the first step in this. To invite the spirit world in. To, um, in essence, use your free will to ask for help. And most people don't really understand this step. Um, because the spirit world won't intervene in your life um, and go against your free will. So, for instance, if you want to live your life this whole time um, without communicating with your spirit team in the way that I'm talking about, um, there is no problem with that. This may not be a lifetime for you to do that. So don't feel pressure to do this. You do it because you want to do it. Um so, um, so uh, working with your uh, spirit team, they won't um, um, intervene with you without you asking. So that's your first step, ask for help. So after that, um, I started realizing that I should be sitting in meditation every day because my husband was sitting in a meditation every day and he started to see pictures pictures of her daughter. And I will go into more detail about that, about what is seeing pictures and what is that process and what does that feel like, look like? How do I do that? Where do I look for that? I'm going to tell you all that. Um, so we started seeing pictures from her and I thought, wow, I want to do that too. And actually I was kind of a little pissed because I already believed in the spirit world. 
um, my husband didn't even believe in it. He didn't even believe in after-death communication. And he was already seeing pictures from the other side. And I thought, that really, you know, that really ticks me off. But it actually motivated me to sit and really put in the time um, to learn how to do this. Um, so, you know, I kind of learned a few things from that. One is, you don't have to believe for this to happen. It is who you are. You are spirit first before you come into this physical body. So, um, you don't need to believe for it to happen. Um, you do need that open door, that little crack. Um, you do need to say, I want to know. That is the crack that the spirit world needs to start to work with you, uh, in greater depth. So, so um, I will let you know that, um, you, so again, you, you know, being a skeptic is normal. It's, it's okay. It's part of the process. And, um, but uh, you don't need to believe for this to happen. Um, so what you do need to do is to, to, again, ask, ask for help. Ask the spirit world to, to work with you. And your part in the process is to sit in the quiet, to sit in the quiet every day and let them work with you. Uh, let them show you. Let them teach you. Um, so so I, I saw my husband being successful and I started meditating more often. And uh, at this point, I couldn't even take a deep breath, you know, um, so the, the tape was saying, take a deep breath. You know, I couldn't even do that. But I thought I have to start somewhere. So take heart. Take heart if you're really grieving deeply right now that you can do this. It just takes time to, to sit with your loved one every day and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for us. Uh, I'm going to sit and learn um, how to hear you again. Um, how to how to feel you around me, how to see you, how to know you, how to know you in your spirit form. So they will uh, show you. They will show you how it is for you with them. And every spirit has a unique vibration, has a unique energy, and you will get to know your loved one by sitting with them every day. So take heart that even if you don't believe, um, you can still do this. You can still still learn this communication. So sitting in meditation, um, it doesn't have to take a great deal of time. It can take a moment. It can just take a second where you just close your eyes. And you just just kind of sit in the calm. It will grow. It will become deeper for you over time. But you don't need to rush it. Indeed, you can't rush the process. The process will happen naturally. It will start to open for you. And when I started meditating uh, more regularly, uh, I started opening that field. I started withdrawing from the physical world so that that invisible world started to show themselves, so that those spiritual openings started to happen 
um, you actually, by sitting in the light, start to activate dormant DNA. You actually change. And that's why when you meet other people who, who meditate, um, they seem different. Perhaps they have a different feeling around them uh, because they're different. They're different. They've act- activated um, different energy centers in them. Um, it doesn't make them any better than people who don't meditate. It's just a difference. That's all it is. Um, and uh, so when I was doing that and started to open up those spiritual centers, which I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I was, um, I started to see visions. I started to see movies playing out in front of me, whether my eyes were open and closed. Beautiful vistas of heaven, of Elizabeth, my daughter, riding her horse, um, of uh, nature, animals playing and running, uh, beautiful colors that I've never seen before, a brilliance that was, I'm, you may call it fluorescent, I don't really know how to explain it, and the feelings came with it. And I'd be looking at this glory in front of me and just knowing that she lives, that our loved ones live, that we have a spirit team, that somebody loves us, that there is hope, that there is a purpose, and indeed there is uh, a divine being, that there is a divine energy, Um, and there's so much more to this physical world um, than what we see with our physical eyes. So these movies uh, played out in front of me, uh, and I just knew uh, beyond any doubt that this was ready. Uh, so we're going to take a short break now. Uh, we're going to go to commercials. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about meditation and what the most important quality for your success is. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. 
are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back. Thank you so much for uh, keeping with us. Um, so, um, so I've talked quite a bit already, and I wanted to just talk a little bit about meditation. Um, I just want you to um, kind of set aside everything that you think you know um, about meditation and start fresh. Um, I, I, when I teach in my classes, I kind of use the analogy of meditation being like exercise. You're not going to sit the first time meditating and uh, be really good at it. Um, just like when you go to the gym for the first time, um, we think just because we, we worked out once, we're going to be really fit. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way, and it doesn't work that way with meditation. But I will tell you that um, you'll never go back to the beginning. That even if you meditate for a while and you kind of set it aside because of your life, maybe something's happening in your life and you just can't quite get to meditation every day, you'll just pick up where you left off. This is what's so so cool about it. Um, so meditation really is um, relaxing. You just relax um, and you're still. So to get started, um, what you need is uh, hopefully a room where you can close the door. Uh, we are not going to be disturbed. You uh, turn the phone off. Uh, tell people in your household you're going to meditate and uh, so that they're quiet. And you're going to go into a, a room, whether you sit or lay down. It doesn't matter. What is most important is that you relax. And you will think at first that you are relaxed, but there are many different levels to relaxation. Um, you have to relax deeply. Um, so in my, um, I produced a CD, uh, in 2006 called the swing. And because at the time there wasn't a lot of guided meditations and the people coming to see me, I, they wanted to get started and I didn't have anything to give them. I didn't have any tools. So I produced this, um, CD to help you connect to the spirit world and your loved ones. And I guide you through the relaxation process as well as the guided imagery to help you connect with uh, your loved ones and spirit team. So that's available on my website, schoolmiracles.ca, and you can either order the hard copy or download it uh, right there and get started right away. So what is the most important quality in meditation for success in communicating with spirit? To relax. Any tension in the body creates a field of energy around you that makes it difficult for a spirit to communicate with you. You're going to have thoughts. Thoughts are going to come and go. Uh, that's okay. In time, you'll realize that the thoughts that you're getting are from your spirit team. So don't be upset that you're getting thoughts. Just allow them to come and see them go. Uh, you just want to relax in meditation. It's very difficult to meditate in the silence right away because you're too jumpy. Uh, so don't put that pressure on yourself. Get a guided meditation um, CD and just all you have to do is sit, listen to the, the CD, and that's it. That's it. In time, the spirit world will start to work with you. They'll work with you in the way that they can. 
Um, and in time, when you start to open up these other fields where you'll be able to maybe see or sense or hear things, um, they'll communicate in that way as well. Um, but even if you can't do those things, you'll still get thought. Everybody gets thought. So um, usually the first thing people say to me is, uh, how do I know the thoughts are mine or coming from the spirit world? Well, what I say to people is, if you get thoughts that are positive, they're coming from the spirit world. If you get thoughts that are negative, they're coming from your own head. So when you sit in meditation and say, uh, I can't meditate, you know, uh, that's coming from you. When you're sitting and you're starting to think about your shopping list, that's you. Um, when you uh, start to get thoughts that are reassuring, that are loving, um, this is coming from your loved ones and spirit team. And we're going to, in the future weeks, talk about how to discern the different spirits that are around you. So how do you know who's your loved one? How do you know who's a guide? How do you know who these people are? We're going to go into depth uh, with that. Uh, so this is the foundation for the work is just sitting and being still. Um, can it be any easier? It's kind of the last place that somebody would look. Uh, that's why it's inside you. That's why it is who you are. Um, you have the tools for this. You don't need anything special. Uh, you come equipped to do this. Um, so most of your growth will be sitting in meditation and working with your spirit team um, and then I suggest that you get into a development circle, maybe, you know, Google your area, um, who's leading, um, spirit communication circles and, um, get into a development circle, but make sure that when you're in your circle, um, you're choosing, uh, a teacher that you're with somebody who is farther along than you are, because otherwise, um, you may um, progress more slowly because you won't understand what's happening with you. Um, you can connect in for a few seconds um, or up to an hour, um, I kind of suggest. So uh, the minute you close your eyes, you can connect in. Um, just like I said before, um, meditation activates uh, dormant DNA, your connection. You are coded for this. And how you develop will be perfect for you and what you're doing with it. So I don't want you com to compare yourself to other people. Uh, some people will be very strong with seeing pictures. That's how my husband is. And some people will be very strong at seeing colors and feeling things. That's more me. Um, but what I found in kind of comparing my husband and myself, our development, is um, um, how we kind of do things uh, similar but differently um, and what we're doing with it now. So my husband gives mediumship readings because spirit comes to him all the time. He sees them all the time. Um, so he really has a natural ability um, to be able to connect in and give mediumship readings. I too give mediumship readings um, in my mediumship classes and also um, uh, outside with, with uh, you know, I, I, I give most of the mediumship readings to my husband because, you know, that is his thing, but I also do that. But what I noticed was when I started to develop um, is I kind of learned uh, to do everything um, in many different ways. 
And I think this is how I can kind of call myself an expert is because I understand. So when you, people come to me and they say, this is happening to me, I get it because it's happened to me. So when people says, I see lights around people, I said, yeah, I see them too. Really? You know, so we start to have a commonality that when I see people develop, I understand what's happening to them. Uh, and uh, especially with color too. Not everybody will see color, um, but I see color and I understand that language as well. So what I'm saying is, is how you develop will be perfect for you. Um, and in my book, I talk about my development. I talk about, um, you know, like how I'm frustrated. Why isn't it happening sooner? Why am I seeing more pictures? All these kinds of things. Little did I know that I had to learn the process. I had to be frustrated so that when I'm teaching other people how to develop I understand that. I understand what being frustrated means. I understand that things take time. And I also had to understand uh, color. I had to understand the vibration of that. Uh, for the longest time, I saw color only and not much else, except for my movies. I could see everything in my movies. Um, but um, the spirit world was telling me, you have to understand this color. This is important for you. So can you set aside any feelings of wanting it now, um, wanting everything now, uh, being frustrated it's not happening quick enough for you. And I know I have some of my students listening to this, and they know they've heard these words from me before, but can you trust the process that it is happening exactly the way it needs to happen for you? When I look back, I see the perfection, and I'm so happy it happened the way that it did. Because I understand it. I get it, you know, and I, and I lived the experience. Don't try to jump to the end so quickly, you know, um, to the destination, can we say. Enjoy the journey. The journey is the point, you know. And along this journey, you're going to meet other people, maybe in your development circles. You're going to share this joy with other people. And it's really going to enrich your life. Never mind um, your loved ones in spirit are trying to talk to you, you know, and if you learn how to talk to them, they're going to be um, ecstatic. Uh, so we're going to go to break shortly. And uh, when we do, I'm going to talk about uh, something that happened this morning um, about our loved ones in spirit um, and how they uh, communicate with us. And something that happened that uh, I know is um, uh, not a random thing. I don't believe in that anymore. I do believe that there is a divine plan and that everything happens for a reason. Uh, so I'm going to share with you that when we come back after the break. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. 
Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, and welcome back. So I wanted to share with you something that happened to me this morning. Um, I have a friend. Her name is Charmaine, and she, too, is a bereaved parent. And she's been coming to School of Miracles, uh, I think now for a couple of years, maybe. Um, And she lost her son, uh, Carter, in an accident as well. And she was drawn to learning how to communicate with him as well. And so uh, she um, was drawn to come to School of Miracles to learn how to do this. Uh, now, Charmaine called me this morning and shared with me um, her uh, experience. Um, now, because she's been sitting in my mediumship circle, she has learned um, to communicate and to do mediumship readings. Uh, because, you see, it's just a skill that you need to learn. And so uh, she's been very successful at that. And we know that her son Carter in spirit has been helping her with this communication and learning just like Elizabeth uh, helps me. And so she called me this morning and said that she has a message from my daughter Elizabeth. Now what's so interesting about that is that even though you can learn how to communicate with your loved ones, it never gets old to hear messages from somebody else. To, to hear it through another person. There is something very special about that. And so when you learn how to communicate with your loved ones, you'll be able to learn how to communicate with other people's loved ones too and give them messages. And what a beautiful vehicle for healing that is. Um, and so she called me up to say that uh, Elizabeth came to her to give her a message. And she shared with me some beautiful uh pictures of uh, flowers and fields, and that's very typical of Elizabeth. Uh, She shows uh, me beautiful flowers and colors often, and uh, said that Elizabeth was right beside me today and giving me a big hug 
as I start my radio show, and that her and Elizabeth and um, Elizabeth and Carter are working together in the spirit world to uh, help both Charmaine and I uh, through this process of not learning, not only learning how to communicate with spirit, but also uh, the grief process. Um, because even though I know how to do this, um, you know, it's still a process grieving the physical. Uh, but I, I will tell you that I truly feel this is one of the um, uh, unique ways that you can actually heal yourself from grief. Um, I do not grieve my daughter anymore because, uh, oh, there she is. So she's uh, right here talking to me now. And uh, how can I grieve her when she's talking to me? And this can happen for you. And it happens for Charmaine as well. Uh, now, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, and I knew that this day was special in some way. Uh, July 29th uh, is, our, is this uh, day uh, that, we, that we are uh, taping the show. Um, this is the anniversary of uh, Carter's transition to spirit. And so isn't that beautiful that spirit found a way to combine not only a message of encouragement for Charmaine today in um, missing her son, but also a way to encourage me and remind me uh, that my daughter is with me. Uh, the, the message of Elizabeth hugging me today is very special indeed because if you look at some old photos, almost all the old photos of Elizabeth and I, she's hugging me. You know, um, she, she knew how to love coming in, that's for sure. And uh, uh, so to say that she's hugging me now um, means a lot to me. So isn't it beautiful that Charmaine was able to receive that message for me and also to reaffirm her own son's existence, uh, that her son lives, that my daughter lives, and that your loved ones and your children live too. Um, I'm not special. I'm just like you. Uh, everybody can do this. Everybody can heal uh, from loss. And can you imagine uh, if we all learn how to do this and if we all share these messages with one another um, that no one dies, that love cannot be separated, that we truly can heal the world of so much suffering and sorrow. So many people think they're honoring their loved ones by remaining sad and giving up on their life. Um, that is not honoring your loved one. Honoring the gift that they gave you of transitioning so that you could learn this process is to honor them by being happy again, by enjoying your life, by living your life's purpose. And I hope this is what I've done today, is to share my life's purpose with you, which is to share my personal experiences so that you too can experience uh, the joy that is here for you now. You don't need to die and go to heaven to get this. Um, it is here for you now. Uh, and we can um, open up these, these lines of communication wider uh, by following some of the techniques that I'll be showing you in the weeks to come. Uh, I, I wish uh, so much success for you, 
so much happiness um, because um, with your success uh, comes my own. And so everything that I teach is for you, uh, for your healing, for your, for your knowledge. And, you know, I just, I just wish the best for everyone. And um, I just want to say thank you to Carter uh, for uh, bringing this message um, uh, to your mom and Elizabeth. And, uh, you know, when you connect in this way, our children know each other now. And I know Carter's very interested in uh, communication um, with his mother and with other people. I've brought Carter through in class, and he is just a lovely, lovely young man, uh, so full of life still. And uh, so I know Elizabeth and Carter have something special together, and they're working behind the scenes to not only teach their moms, but also... um, to, to spread the word that our loved ones are still here, that they love us, that they're still with us. So next week, I'm going to address some of the email questions that have been sent in, and I look forward to doing that. So please uh, send me an email with your questions, and I will address them next week. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, on, it's really been a, ple- a pleasure and a privilege to do this. This has been a dream of mine for so long to be able to spread these, these messages of hope and healing to a broader audience. So tell your friends, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you.